This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. It's a uh, it's a big Tuesday night of football for uh, for Zach Garns over here. <laughs> He's gambling again. Yes, I am. I'm now fully vested in the the match. This, this is a very controversial uh, situation here um, because DQ is convinced we both have gambling problems now. <laughs> Even though uh, Zach is making one wager a week, so yes. um, combined we've we've spent and, less than a hundred dollars. And I it have starts as one wager a week. I've only made one deposit into the account. I'm not just putting money right. in there because I keep losing. I'm still riding my original uh, deposits. There, Sterling, so I know you're listening. Yeah. I got a three-team parlay tonight in the MAC. Oh my god! That does not scream problem to me. That no, screams opportunity. No, you're just trying to have a little fun. That's, that's right. I'm, you know, I, I got nothing going. on They won't on let tonight. you bet the election results, so right. you're betting football. So betting football games. There you go, so, Sterling. I'd love to know who you have. <laughs> yeah, Sterling, do you have Toledo? <laughs> I, I uh, no, no. And here's the great news. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's three more games tomorrow. I know night. if I lose to, and like I told you, should I win? I got. Clippers Blazers late <laughs> And DQ's been very judgy about this, this is, all day. This is the best part about the Central Time Zone. If you get your head kicked in, there's always the West Coast game. I'm really thinking of to moving to the East love. Coast. Well, so, yeah. so, you, know, you, you don't want to live on a West Coast. Yeah, I could get an extra time zone, but I know there's some KBO stuff I can bet on. <laughs> the... Um, See, I'm the, get, you know what? Thank you to the texters. I've got my little support. Oh, group they here. are enablers. You got to watch out for them. No, no, they do not represent the real world. Right. I understand that. Grove says there's nothing wrong with a little matchin tonight. We uh, learned last week that a bunch of texters also gamble. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We love so they it. are encouraging. We love it. See the um the other thing. 
Oh God, what was it? I, don't I know. had a thought all prepared, and then you went and uh, I didn't read, do a thing. You read a text, and it screwed everything up. I, I just like the text that uh, that likes to uh, to help oh, it's me great, through right? my problem. There's nothing better than when the texters agree with you. Like Isn't yesterday, they were like, "Man, I like when Ruskin's mad." Right. Yeah, it's I very, agree with him. Very like, all right, right, yes. Like getting a little mobbed and then, together, and then people in the real life are like, "This what, guy what's sucks. What's yeah. he doing?" And then you realize none of this is real. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know what? Here's a text out of the eight seven zero. Maction Tuesday is the best gambling night of the year. I am participating in a national event, DQ. That's right. And I appreciate your judginess. That's right. They're probably betting on this overseas, too. It's an international event. Yeah, Yeah. there's another me halfway around the world (laughs) going, man, I got Toledo tonight. That's right. Minus 10 and a half. (laughs) I think it's great. Uh, it's, uh, It's a lot of fun. Brad Rogers, not shocked. Merry band of idiots are degenerates. Yes, in more ways than one, <laughs> no, sir. No, no, no. They're not. That's that's a very, uh, I don't appreciate that term. It's a derogatory term. A slur, if you will. Degenerates. No, 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 no. We're just people who like to they have, li- they have live, a little investment. They, yes, they're, they're, they, they live with a lot of gusto. Although, I will say, I will offer up, and this is uh, free of charge. Mm-hmm. This is the, not going to cost you anything. But I will um, I will offer the what I have learned. As I have um, wagered on football for the last couple weeks. Yes. If you just want to enjoy a game for fun, don't bet on it. It changes the way you watch the game. And then you start, like, you become this different entity where, you know, you've got a three-team parlay and Auburn's quarterback is part of it. So when they hit a 60-yard pass, you're pumping your fist. But then you're like, wait a minute, that's Auburn's quarterback. No, but it's going to hit make my ticket hit. Yes. Yes. So it's yeah. it's really uh, it, it's it's different. Bet bet on games you have no emotional tie to, kids. That's what my uh, advice would be here from the uh, Ruskin and Zach uh, days. And use the Bet Saracen app, of course. Please, it's, uh, it's uh, they it's make the it best. so convenient. I love it. I love that thing. I've got I found something on there today. I'm not ready to divulge it yet. Yep. But I, I am. Um, I found some pretty cool stuff on okay. there today involving this weekend that uh, is um, pretty exciting. Okay. I was going on and on about it back there. So uh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I know right. what you were talking about. Wait till college baseball season. We'll be all over the... Who you got in the <laughs> athletic Bilbao Real Valadoid game match? Uh, I, I don't know. Some uh, La Liga going on right oh, now. Oh, La Liga. Yeah. That's good. Okay. If you're chasing. <laughs> I, I like... Hopefully you're not chasing <laughs> no, in the afternoon. No, no, no. You just no, get God, started. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right. So... What a week, DQ. We're all fine. Don't worry about it. And by the way, Arkansas yep. did not cover last night against North Dakota State. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Slow start. It, it was, it was fine that you know they pulled away late. They got it together. Well, look, a couple things that I observed, just to, you know, the big picture. One, Musselman says they're not a good three-point shooting team. He has Check. said that over and over again. Check yeah. two. They didn't turn it over twenty-five times. Turn it over, I believe, eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, progress. You you improved upon the crappy outing against Texas in the exhibition game that luckily no one saw. I don't think you can ask for much more than that. So. There you go. Game one, success. Yep. On to the next Win. one, Friday Move. night against Move Fordham. Yeah. Right. Right. Fordham Rams. I, would, I don't know what's going on with uh, Nick Smith Jr. Um, this does not – how do I want to say this? This does not feel like a run-of-the-mill knee situation. It's being handled very unusually than what I have observed here. Now, this could be just the new way they're doing things. Could be nothing. Mm-hmm. Or – this is what happens when you have a uh, lottery pick on the roster. I don't know the answer yet, but it's just from the way it was detailed in the release to it's it's I don't know this this feels odd 
to me. I can't put my finger on it yet. And he may just be hurt. He only tweaked it, and they're just holding him out. It could be nothing. I fully admit that. But also, this this seems, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's peculiar. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see. I don't know. There's, you know. I don't know what right knee management is. So uh, I could go for some of that, right? Yeah. Away. Well, uh, my left knee's bad. Left oh, you knee want management. left knee management? Yeah, okay. I want some left knee management. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what that is, but that's... What's uh, the what, knee you, you thought you tore your ACL last week? Uh, it's the right. It, okay, so you right. need some right, right knee. I do. I do. Uh, maybe some hip management, possibly some back <laughs> management. Um, what else do I... Elbow? I got that problem going on. Maybe a shoulder. Right. Because right. I know... I mean, I know we're not... I know he's actually hurt. Like, we're not playing load <laughs> management night one, right? We're not doing that. I know that can't be true. So that's not no. even... Not even worth bringing up, but something is, uh, hopefully he gets on the floor. I really wanted to watch this guy play. Like, I was legit bummed when this, um, first when I heard the rumors yesterday, I'm like, oh, that's not fun. And then they put the release out, and now I was actually like, well. Well, now it suddenly got interesting, didn't it? So instead, I have two film reviews for you, because I didn't watch the, uh, okay, well, I watched the highlights last night, but I wasn't watching it in real time. I did. I watched a little bit of it. I have, I have two film reviews that we can get into. Okay. Uh, Lance the Falwell Bet- documentary and the, oh, yeah. and the uh, Al Yankovic movie. That's uh, Lance and Bentonville would like to know who you have in the fifth at Pimlico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Ahab, that's who we have. <laughs> no. No. A Sailor needs a full body management. Well, I mean, don't we all? I mean, come on. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, there you go. That's what's going on there. And... um. Zach is gambling again. And, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. It's not again. Still. <laughs> oh, still. That's right. <laughs> because I blew it over the weekend. Yeah. All right. And you know how to get in touch with us tonight's college football rankings night. Mm-hmm. CFP playoff night. The old, yep. if we still had the BCS, it would agree with me. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, five. Okay. Oregon, six. But we don't have the BCS. Mm-hmm. We have humans. And the humans are probably going to and as, somehow still put Clemson at six. <laughs> as we all know, the humans have uh, ruined everything else, so they'll they'll ruin. That's us. right. Yeah, we've been ruining stuff for a long time, you know. So I don't know. It would really help things out if Clemson would lose again, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be twelve and one as a conference champion, and they're going to look at them and go, "Well, undefeated TCU, one loss, Clemson." Mm, one lost Clemson. Put them in. That's what I think is going to happen there. CBS has bowl projections out today, too. Yeah. And they have Clemson not in the playoffs. Yeah, but where they have Arkansas. They have Arkansas in the Houston Bowl again, or oh, Texas okay. Bowl, or whatever. Okay. That, the whatever one that, that they were supposed to go to two years ago. That's right. That's right. And they would match up with Baylor. Okay. The Baylor Baptist Bears. Okay. Yeah. That's what CBS Sports says in this week's bowl projections. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. 
Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Peter is calling from Australia. Hi, Peter. Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you? Uh, got lots of thoughts about the team. Okay. And I'm putting it on one player only. Okay. One player only. But. First off, I want to talk about the offensive coordinator. Kendall Bryles, sounds like a law firm. I'm just going to say that right now. And this phone call is toll-free as well. Okay. You don't pay $900 dues for this one. <laughs> but Max Fletcher, the backup punter. Now, he was favored at the start of the year, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was the starter, yeah. Now, do you guys know the story of his old man? Yes, he's one of the greatest AFL players ever. That is correct. Aussie rules, as we like to call it, not AFL. Excuse me. Um, But, yeah, you're excused. Um, But that man has come back so many times. He's had more comebacks than John Farnham. That's a Australian thing. Um, But uh, the thing is, he just needs to channel his old man. He just needs to do what Dustin Fletcher did at the mighty Essendon Bombers and just learn to punch the ball 80 metres or yards or rugs to the hogshead or whatever you guys say here. But can I just say, it was flat as a tack in that stadium, and I really hope we get up against LSU this weekend. I'll hang up and listen. All right. (laughs) Now, folks, this is a historic moment in our state. That is the first time an Australian person has said, I'll hang up and listen. 
on Arkansas Sports And he means Radio. it. You He's are, listening to us at work. You are uh, you there. Are, you are ear witnesses to history, ladies and gentlemen. Barrett, Rainwater, nobody's ever had that. We got it right here on uh, Ruskin and Zach. Inside of seven days, we've had Tiger Bait and a call. An Australian. From, an Australian call. Peter. I really want to get his thoughts on the Bee Gees and some other stuff. I love his obscure Australian <laughs> references that, that only crazy? make sense to him. That's my favorite thing. A lot, of, a lot of the uh, a lot of folks stones down, on a hog's head or whatever. The folks down at like you know, down in Mean are like, "What the hell is he talking about? Stones on a hog's head." He punted that seven stones on a hog's head to the twenty-eight meter line. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you, Peter. Uh, yeah, there you go, Matt Nagin, South Carolina. I have no idea what he said, but that guy needs a segment. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, All right. Peter. We'll, 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 we got his number here. He's been texting us, so we'll uh, we can coordinate with hey, uh, Peter man. Now, you looked yeah. this up the other day. What time is it in um, Australia? It, it, it's like 7 a.m., right? It's, it's mid-morning. Like it's eight, Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning. That was a call from the future. That's right. <laughs> that is correct, DQ. We just got a call from tomorrow. Great Scott. Yes. 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. Beat That's that. the first call in the history of Arkansas Radio from the day uh, from, from, tomorrow. From, tomorrow. from tomorrow. From the next day. Man, what a historic broadcast. We're going to have to send this tape to the Radio Hall of Fame or something. You know what I mean? These microphones, something. You know how they put the 100,000-yard football from right. Tom yep. Brady in yep. that case? Mm-hmm. Put a microphone in a case. we got to send it to the Hall of Fame. All right? I do owe Peter an apology. I said AFL. It is the Australian Football League. It's Aussie, rules. Aussie rules. That's my bad. Yeah. Okay. His thoughts on Fosters and <laughs> That's right. Hell McPherson and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Who was that really good swimmer? That they had a few years ago that was uh, like Phelps's rival for a while? Not a clue. Oh. Uh, uh, hold on. I can, I can find, figure this out. Yeah. Ian Thorpe. Ian oh, Thorpe. Ian okay. Thorpe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We just got a call from the future. <laughs> we did get a call from the future. That's true. That's awesome. Uh, Josh in Lavaca is on the phone now. Hi, Josh. Good afternoon. Hey, how's it going? Great. Good. Yeah, so I was thinking when watching the game on Saturday, it the biggest problem with Kendall Bryles is that KJ hasn't gotten any better in you know since the Missouri game the first time we saw him. He looks like the same quarterback, and since Arkansas is primarily you know reliant on the scheme, you can you can beat it. It's either going to look great like it did against BYU, or it's going to look like you know crap against. Uh, Liberty, but look at the difference Jaden Daniels has made in six or seven games with Brian Kelly. KJ hasn't made anywhere near that kind of jump in two years with Kendall Browse. Like he's a great schemer, obviously, but his he at least in my opinion, KJ doesn't look like a better quarterback than what we saw in Missouri. I I think that um the, thank you Josh um the a couple things here number one KJ well I don't think he trusts any like he doesn't have a um, a security blanket receiver this year on this team because you could say Trey Knox but he'll drop like two of them or miss a block or something like he he's up and down all the receivers are up and down that's uh that's the uh, the first thing I would say the second thing I would say is that the entire energy level of this football team 
is way too reliant on the quarterback. Like, if he is down, the whole thing is just kind of like shoulders down. You know what I mean? Yes. But when he's up, everything is just, it's it's way too KJ-centric. Someone else has got to go make a play or step up or do something. Uh, maybe it's not going to happen now that there's only three games left in the regular season, but it's way too reliant on him to, that's probably why they brought him to the Mississippi State game after the concussion, because mm-hmm. uh, they were, well, we, we know if he's here, maybe he'll provide some boost to the morale. I don't know. Okay, as far as the development goes, the offense that he plays in doesn't allow for the kind of development that you would see, you know, over over a normal because a lot of what they do is just one read stuff. It's one read and what does KJ trust more? His legs or his arm? Trust his legs. Mm-hmm. And when you're hurt, you take that out of him. No, KJ is not going to stand back there and be a tr- a tremendous pocket passer. It's not what he does best. His off-script stuff, the threat that for him to run is, is when he's at his best. I, he's still pretty dang accurate. He doesn't turn the ball over very often. I think he's. I think he threw two on Saturday, three for the year. I think is the he's total. got three for the three year. For the year. Um, the first one went through Knox's hands. The second one was right. just a was a screw up. It was just no. a screw up by him. That's what it was. I, by by KJ, I mean. You're right about about not. He doesn't have an alpha receiver, a go to guy, a security blanket. He doesn't have somebody. Look, they threw a lot of passes last year that were 50-50 balls to Traylon Burks, and Traylon went and got him. They don't have that guy this year. They misevaluated on Landers and Hazelwood. They thought they, in the aggregate, they could replace uh, Traylon Burks, and they didn't. Um, they thought that Trey Knox would be a bigger part of the passing game. He's shown up big in spots, but largely he's not a regular. He's not a safety. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not a hundred percent. Exactly. He's not a Travis Kelsey type where you can look over the middle, you can throw it to him, and he's going to make the catch. He's not that guy. And this is the first game where the running game just simply couldn't go. And right. that has been their bread and butter and that's, since day one. That's everything. Yeah. Because that opens the rest of it up, number one. And then number two, I mean, you're getting two, 250 yards out right. of the running game for every game anyway. So, you know, this is a great point. Um, Peter, I know you're listening. Hey, who wins the three MAC games tonight? I know you're in the future. I would like to know who won the games. I'm going to start placing my bets through Peter that way. Oh, you think he's got Gray's Sports Almanac or something? Well, he's a day ahead. He oh, should know who yeah. won. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's a great point. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of feedback coming on our on our first international call. Yeah, um, you never want to be the guy to follow the legend. That yeah, is, that was a tough spot. Yeah, tough but, spot. Uh, but you know what? I, I thought he brought it. That's a good take, okay. though. I mean, I mean, it was a solid take. I don't know if gain. I agree with eight it. Eight yard but... gain on first down. It's fine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But Peter I... was like a fifty yard gain, and we got eight on the second. But they are so like beholden to KJ on the emotional well being of the team. That if he's not right, that's why. That's one of the reasons. It's not the only reason why Saturday looked the way it looked, because they're like, oh, our guy's not healthy. Oh well, man, it, we're bummed. It goes back to what we were talking about yesterday with leadership. You know, KJ is a lead by example guy. He's not a verbal leader. They're, they they kind of miss that the the Grant Morgan that's that everybody will listen to. They, I don't know that they have that right now, and it's not something that you can just force on somebody. KJ to me feels like a lead by example guy. He's not necessarily the most vocal player they have. But when your when your biggest star is not your biggest so, vocal leader, there you know you can have a power vacuum. The question is for this week, mm. because is anybody going to believe anything that is said about the health of KJ in the build up to this game? Anybody? No. Okay, I didn't think so. So the question becomes: Saturday morning at 11 a.m., is this dude going to roll out of bed and be ready to go at the KJ level, or is he going to be a shell of himself? And be at the KJ level for about six minutes in the game like he was 
last week because you're going to need him to be KJ classic for about 60 minutes if Arkansas has any chance of, of winning this ballgame. If he is KJ from a week ago for five, six minutes in the ballgame, there's not a chance no, Arkansas wins. No, they're going to have a chance. I, and I would be shocked if they don't come out with an A-plus effort. I don't know if that's going to be good enough to beat LSU, but I would but, be stunned if you get two really flat efforts in a row. But it looks to me that it's all dependent on his health. Whatever happens is dependent on that dude. If he is ready to go, if he is not, if he is at 40%, we may see another uh, lackluster performance again. We, we so, we've seen it in the past. When he is right... The whole thing on all three phases cooks. Well, look how look when he came back for the BYU game. Look how much that offense. Yes, and it, it wasn't just play; it was energy. They need something big to happen early. Something good to happen early. I'm not talking about like a ten yard run. They need a pick. They need a big hit. Something that gets everybody engaged. Otherwise, you're again you're trying to fight that emotional you know that emotional hill. I don't know. I I would be stunned if they did not have an A plus effort come Saturday. Again, I don't know if it's enough because LSU is pretty dang good. I have no idea until I know that he's going to be himself. If if he's going to be classic KJ, absolutely they'll be uh they'll be on fire and ready to go. But he if he is this um this other version that is just you know hampered and and just statuesque for most of the game, then. I don't. Hey, I don't see how Arkansas wins. Right now, everybody's patting LSU on the back, telling them how great they are. No, that's true. And too. they they will. They're going now, to have a bit of a letdown. I have a question for you about yep. that. All right, you know this man. Uh huh. And how do his teams handle being patted <laughs> on the back the not, following week? Not very well. Not is, well at all. Is that why they're only three point favorites? It's part of it. Yeah. I think it, it really. And you, if you look at his history. Brian Kelly we're talking about. You look at his history. His teams go up and down. He's going to drop one that he shouldn't. Now, that might have been the FSU game to start the season. And we all laughed and said, ah. They've come back and gotten better. Brian Kelly, traditionally, he wins a game you're not supposed to. This game feels like 21-14. This feels like it's going to be just a, a, like, dragging two teams through mud. I, you know, it's going to be really, really hard to get LSU back up to the spot that they were in where they can go and and match that intensity. If Arkansas beats them to the mountaintop as far as intensity goes, yeah, you can keep this thing close and probably win it. I don't think LSU's talent's overwhelming. I think they're really well coached, and I think they've got some really good dudes. The defense is is good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to out-athlete LSU this year. So In most years. In most yeah, years. Yeah. So that offensive line's going to struggle with the with the front from, from LSU. Oh, not if, 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 if LSU is completely locked in, which I don't think they will be. I think there's plays to be had, and if I'm Kendall Bryles, we're we're going deep early, and we're going to test them, and we're going to make sure that they if they're not locked in, I'm going to make some big plays. Whatever your ten best plays are, man, run them run them in succession. Boom, 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 right down the line. Give me your ten best plays, and let's see where they are, because there's no way they're going to be up for this the way they were last week. It's hard to do. That would be very uh, unusual. You're right. The letdown is. Predictable look, and real. Right? Look, big win last week, early time slot this week. Arkansas coming off a really bad loss. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. Those three things right there is probably why the line's where it is and why people think this will be closer than this. I think it's going to be low scoring. What was last year? 16 13 in overtime? That, I think that, that's right. That seems right to me. I have no idea. It feels like you're in for one of those. Yeah. 
It's also going to be chilly. Does that affect anything? Like, it's not going to be no, precipitating, really. but it's going to be like 40 degrees. No, 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 I don't. Yeah, I saw like a high of 46 or something like that. Defense, special teams, kicking game. If you're good there, you got a shot. 36 at 11 a.m., my bad. Uh, Toby and Rogers wants to know how Peter's. We're, we're just locked in on Peter. We're sitting here talking football. You hey, guys Peter, man. About, you guys are talking about Australia. We need to find out how Peter became a Razorback fan. I think he is in some way tied to Max Fletcher. I that's believe my that guess is, as well. Yeah. I believe that's there. there's some yeah. sort of connection there. Yeah, I always get nervous when the family members of players start calling, but Peter seems I don't like an all right I don't think he's a family member. Oh, okay. I, I don't believe that they're, they're family. I do not believe they are relation. Like, how'd you get this number? Right. So please lose this number. No. Like he texts me. He texts us because one time we had a problem with somebody. Uh, remember that? Mm-hmm. We've had a problem with a lot of people. <laughs> well, You'll have right. to be far more specific. <laughs> but I'm not the problem this time. Boy, I got a call this morning. I said your boy, your boy messed up again, and I was like, what did he do now? It wasn't you. So thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate off that. the hook. Thank you very much. Okay. 866-285-4005 to get in here on Ruskin and Zach. I'm going to uh, review the two movies I've seen coming up here in uh, like 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that. Okay. One of them was great. One of them, they should burn the nitrate. That's how bad it was. Okay. And it's like like put it in a vault like the day the clown cried and never release it again. Straight to straight to video? That's, yes. Straight to audio? Yes. Oh. Ryan and Prairie Grove points out, guys, I'm getting in the Aussie Rules game. Oh, that's right. So. You know, he brought all that up when we were talking uh, preseason. Well, Chuck up? did. He was watching YouTube clips yeah. of uh, Max Fletcher's dad on, on playing Aussie Rules. I football. still don't understand the scoring thing, but I like the little guy with the hat that comes out and does the. the yeah, the, the, I like. The, the, he does the the pistol Pete pistols thing. Yeah, or the like, Isaac. Right. I like. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't. <laughs> but he comes out and he gives him the two pistols. I love that. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pasco Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pasco have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pasco protection plan. Call the pros at Pasco and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pasco Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPasco.com. So underrated part of high school football when yep. a football player is playing in the band at halftime. That's uh, I like that too. That's always fun. Yeah, you have to marching in his uniform. In his uniform, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. fun. I like that. Yeah, you always know which one's yours. That's right. Forty five is out there marching. <laughs> Andrew Hutchinson joins us now from bestofarkansasports.com here on Ruskin and Zach. Hutch, good afternoon. How's it going, guys? Can you play an instrument? You know, I play trombone. 
in, uh, I guess it was middle school, but I did that for about a year and a half. And uh, they, they wanted me to march at halftime of my football games. I played in, in junior high and high school, and I was like, nope. And so that ended that. Focused on football? <laughs> on the football. Right. Football, uh, football task. only. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I was very, I was very busy warming the bench on the football team. <laughs> I have a great photo of you. I have to send to you. Somebody sent it to me. Uh, I think it was your senior year. You were five eight, about one forty five, one fifty. <laughs> that that's spot on. Yeah, <laughs> close. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I also, I I saw this. Uh, I think you posted this um, when I was at. Um, KNWA and Fox, you were one of our interns, apparently, in the sports department. I totally forgot about that. I, I was a job shadower for one day. Oh, that's so, right, a job okay, shadow. That's right. remember, so, yeah, it, no. uh, it must have been a hell it, of a day. The, uh, it was the Friday night before Arkansas played North Texas in 2007. And so I got to, to preview Darren McFadden going up against the Mean Green. That's right. A North Texas game people like to remember, unlike uh, another one. <laughs> That would occur some years wow. later. Uh, all right, so you were at practice. So, uh, I mean, what what we learn out there? Yeah, I mean, we're at the point of the year where you're not really getting much from these practices, other than you know who's there, who's not. I mean, and there, there's not really much much to report on that front. I mean, KJ is out there. I know that's kind of the the story of the week is is how healthy he is, and I mean he he has been throwing. I mean, we saw him throw yesterday at practice, which was progress because he didn't throw during the media viewing period the previous Monday um, and turns out that that was actually a bigger deal than we maybe thought it was so uh, but other than that I mean everything's pretty much as is you know they're, they're as healthy as they can be and uh, we'll, we'll see how that uh, unfolds Saturday against LSU what happened last weekend <laughs> yeah I mean I, they just came out really flat. I mean, this is not breaking news or anything. They just did not look inspired. KJ probably played until the last two drives of the game, probably played his worst game as a starting quarterback. Uh, didn't look himself. Uh, and it just, it just was not enough. And the offensive line that's supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in the country just got dominated by the Liberty defensive line, which is not something I expected at all. In fact, in my prediction, I think I wrote something along the lines of Arkansas should go run all over Liberty. And boy, I got that wrong big time because they, they really struggled to move the ball on the ground. And I would have never guessed that at all. Uh, I mean, it took them the entire quarter just to have positive rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So uh, very, very disappointing showing on Saturday all around. I mean, the defense did get it together and had played probably a, a really good second half. And, you know, those last two drives, you know, by the offense were a thing of beauty, but the first 11 were not. And that's not a winning recipe, two out of 11 being successful drives. So you went in on Best of Arkansas Sports uh, today. You, you try to sort out the uh, the word salad on this Pittman, Kendall Bryles, KJ, how's he doing, can he, can he stay in, and, and all this stuff. And I just, like, to me, when I hear all this, I think, like, it's not – the offensive coordinator – is ultimately not in charge of who the starting quarterback is. That should be the head coach. So it felt a little like, well, you know, AB said play him, so so we played him. I didn't know. I mean, you you broke it down. Like, what what happened here? Yeah, I mean, that's what I feel like most fans kind of interpreted it as. You're just listening to the you know, y'all show, the morning show, reading social media and everything. That's kind of how people viewed it. 
But to me, I didn't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm giving Sam Pittman too much of a benefit of the doubt. But to me, I thought it was more of he just asked his offensive coordinator for his opinion. I mean, it's no different than, okay. you know, asking your coworker an opinion for something at, at whatever job you have. I mean, it's not he's going to do what he says. I mean, it's not like, well, KB said I got to keep him in, so we're going to keep him in. If, if Sam Pittman wanted to make a change, he would have made a change. Uh, I feel like that is is would have happened. Now, should they have made a change? You know, maybe. I, personally, af- after seeing what Hornsby did against Mississippi State, which, again, he, he flashed, he showed some good things, but also they scored 17 points in that game. So he wasn't fantastic or great or anything like that. Um, but he showed us where it's like, okay, well, something's not working. As I said, the first 11 drives were not productive for Arkansas. They did get a field goal, but that was aided by a, a uh, penalty, and they were able to kick a 50-yard field goal as time expired in the first half. So I don't really count that. So 11 drives, you didn't get anything going. I would have maybe tried to put Malik in there for just a series, you know, just to see if he could make something happen. Uh you probably aren't going to stick with him because he's probably not going to have sustained success. He hasn't really shown the ability to do that yet. Maybe he does in the future if he becomes a starting quarterback at Arkansas. But I think KJ is your better option, and I think that's, that's what I took away from this whole situation is that the coaching staff feels that a KJ Jefferson at 60 70% health, whatever he was on Saturday, was better than a fully healthy Malik Hornsby. And I thought that was probably the most telling thing in the world because uh, well, that's your guy that you expect to be the next guy up. Well, and what what also added to the confusion was when uh, Hazelwood spilled the beans that <laughs> um, that um, Hornsby had done all the work all week, and so that also adds to the theory of why didn't you try something else? Because you know he did all the work all week, or maybe the work he did all week wasn't that good, and that's why they didn't put him in. I don't know. And I mean, if anybody would know that, I mean, obviously we don't know that because the media is not allowed to watch but more than fifteen to twenty minutes of practice. And so I don't know how Malik looked in that. And I bet KJ was still doing some stuff. It may have been a, a slight exaggeration by Hazelwood. Um, but if they if they felt like Hornsby could do something, then they probably would have put them in. I feel like this coaching staff is competent. And I know I feel like sometimes Arkansas fans are a little bit scarred based on the last staff, <laughs> which was not competent as we saw with the quarterback situation. I mean, they used eight different starting quarterbacks over a 24-game span. Whoa. You know, five different guys in the last five games. Uh, that you Seeing that, I mean, I can totally understand why the fan base may feel like that, but most coaches are confident and are going to put in the guy that they know gives them the best chance to win because there's a lot of money at stake in these games. I mean, they want to win because they want to keep their jobs and keep getting paid, you know, big, big money. And so... I feel like if they would have felt like Malik was the guy that could have helped them, they would have put it in. It's easy for us to talk about it, you know, after the fact and everything, but uh, in the heat of the moment, they felt KJ is our guy, and I get it. He's He's been their guy since last year, and he's been really, really good. He's been really, really good this year, even though Saturday was probably his worst game since taking over as starting quarterback. When is the media going to start asking them tough questions? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You stole my you stole it. But <laughs> I mean, did they have any sort of explanation as to what happened, why they were so flat coming out? It wasn't all Liberty. I, I felt like all week long, if, if Liberty was going to stay in the game, Arkansas would have to drag them along. And, I mean, that's kind of what happened, isn't it? I mean, it just it just seemed like Arkansas wasn't there, and I don't know why that is. I mean, Sam Pittman 
you know, has, has talked about this leadership issue on the team, which I think is mm-hmm. pretty telling. I wrote about it on Monday. I mean, you don't have the strong leaders. I mean, last year you had Grant Morgan. I mean, Grant Morgan is one of the best leaders I've seen in in my time covering the team. I mean, he was he was great. Um, and you just don't have them. I mean, Bumper Pool is a leader. KJ Jefferson is a leader, but they just haven't been the way they're supposed to be. I know Sam Pittman yesterday kind of gave uh, his theory is that, well, maybe it's because they're, they're beat up and they're not playing as well as they probably think they should, and maybe they've lost a little bit of confidence. But uh, I, I took Monday as kind of him not necessarily calling out because it kind of has a negative connotation, but I think he was kind of calling out his lead- leaders on the team like, hey, y'all got to step up and, and right this ship. Because otherwise, if, if they don't, you know, they could let go of the rope in these last three games be uh, not particularly enjoyable. So I, I think this Saturday is going to tell us a lot. Even if they don't win against LSU, if they're at least if they at least come out fired up and and you know uh, acting like they want to be there and are competitive, then I think okay, you know they're going to have a chance. You'll get Ole Miss and definitely against Missouri. Maybe they can still salvage a bowl game or something. But uh, if they come out flat and lay an egg again against LSU, which again it's a really good team that just beat Alabama. Uh, that I think that could be telling. It just uh, might not be a fun finish to the season. All right. Andrew Hutchinson is with us from Best of Arkansas Sports here on Ruskin and Zach. We did talk a little bit about the question thing um, yesterday, and I've been in that room. I'm not allowed in that room anymore, but I've been in that room in the past. And, I mean, it's it's not – I think people see, you know, Sarah Sanders versus Jim Acosta, and they think that's how every press conference that exists is. And that's not how every press conference is. So, I I don't know. I, I what 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 frustrates you the most about uh, when people are like, "You're not asking tough questions." Yeah, I think that's exactly right. They see what they see on the the TV, you know, whether it be you know, whatever station you want to watch, and it, it that's how you get it. You get these very animated, heated, like almost arguments, and it's not really an interview. And uh, if we came in there doing that to Sam Pittman, Sam Pittman would probably say probably not a nice word and say, I'm, I'm out of here and not answer your question. And then what's that? I mean, you don't get an answer. You have to come up with a way to ask a question to get an answer. I mean, the, the offensive line was atrocious against Liberty. And that to me, that was the biggest story from the game. And I, I got the, the mic to ask the first question. So I asked, I said, you know, Liberty was in your backfield all day. What would you attribute that to? And to me, that's a perfectly fair and tough question. Like, hey, why did your offensive line suck? Without asking, <laughs> Without, why is your offensive but it's, line it's, yeah, But they want you to say it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's That's about how want. you phrase it. And, you know, you could have asked him, hey, you guys sucked today. But instead you have to say, hey, you had 14 tackles for loss. What was the issue? It's the same question. It's yeah. just not as aggressive. Right. And you'll get an answer. I yes. mean, that's the thing. Is Sam Pittman gave an answer. Like, he got really technical, like, offensive line coach-wise, you know, explaining what they did. And I thought that was great. You actually got an answer as to what went wrong. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, I was able to follow up and be like, okay, has this been an issue before? And do you expect LSU to maybe do this on Saturday? And so it just kind of it builds on it. And so that, that's the thing people I don't think realize is you got to be able to ask questions in a way to get an answer. Because that's, that's why you're asking questions is to get an answer. They want social media fireworks. Well, they want, they want, your, people they want, the, they want the gotcha moment, yeah. the aha, the, oh, we got him. You can't go, hey, you really suck today, coach. No, you have to you have to soften it up, round the edges yeah. off, and ask your question. But they want that aha, we got you moment. Exactly, and I mean that's just kind of not not how it works. I mean, we and plus you've got to 
deal with this coach you know, all season, mm-hmm. too. I mean, if you come in there firing week two, then you're not going to get any information from the coach the rest of the season. And that's not just trying to play softball and you know be buddy-buddy with them. It's just you got to do your job. You've got to be able to ask tough questions later in the season. So you've gotta, you can't just come in there firing like that. You can't come in there yelling and screaming. You've got you to gotta word your question in a way that they're going to understand that why you're asking it. I mean, Sam Pittman knows. He's been doing this for a long enough time that if they go and lose the game like they did this past Saturday against Liberty, he's going to have to answer some tough questions. And I, and I thought he did. I thought he got lots of tough questions, not just from me, but from other people in that room. Just hypothetically speaking, we're at a joint press conference. Illinois playing Arkansas in a bowl game. <laughs> Your first question to both of them. Oh man, I would uh, I would really want to have to ponder that for like a week <laughs> leading up to it because uh, I would want to make sure I word it just right. Yeah. And I would probably rehearse it in the mirror and everything. <laughs> uh, that that that's tough. Okay. I, I would have to but, think on that one quite a bit. Well, guys, the last time you saw him, <laughs> you he guys, was telling you he quits. What, let's talk about that. <laughs> Andrew Hutchins is with us from um, bestofarkansasports.com. I mean, it is, uh, I mean, people want the, uh, you know, they want, and and by the way, the last people, you know, I was listening to somebody talk about this when when Kyrie and that reporter got into it last week because people think, oh, the reporter's wanting to, like, go viral or whatever. The last thing most sports beat reporters want to do is have that viral moment where you are, you are the story, not the person at the podium. Isn't that true? Absolutely. You don't want to be the story. I mean, I want the story that I write to be the story. You know, I want people to read it, but I don't want people to be like, oh, my gosh, did you see what Andrew Hutchinson did or said? Like, I, that's not what I want. I want people to read my work and be like, oh, wow, I didn't notice that during the game. Or, oh, wow, that's a great you know insight from the coach and stuff like that. I don't want to be the story, the center of the story. What is right knee management? <laughs> what is what? Right knee oh, management. Yeah. That, uh, man, I, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, that. I hope it's nothing serious, but, I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I'm sure y'all are the same way. I've heard all sorts of things varying from it's not bad at all to he's never going to play for Arkansas. So I, I, I have no idea what's going on there. I, I hope. We get to see him play because he's an incredible player. Uh, when Nick Smith committed to Arkansas and signed with Arkansas, I was pretty excited just because how often you get a chance to see the number one player in the country play on a regular basis like that, and you know, getting a, a small taste of it, you know, in the in the exhibition games and watching them overseas, it was really exciting. So, hopefully, whatever this issue is, uh, and Eric Musselman did not want to give any info on this. He was asked about it three different times. Uh, after the exhibition game last night, and uh, every time he answered it without actually answering the question that was asked. Mm. So uh, don't know what's, what's going on there, but uh, hopefully they get it all sorted out. And, and, of course, when you've got such a high-profile guy that's got such a, a big future in front of him, top five NBA draft pick, uh, it's probably – there's quite a lot of people involved in that decision-making process. Uh, one of them is Rich Paul, who is his agent with the Rocktown Sports. That's a very – powerful agency is Adele going to be courtside oh yeah come on (laughs) 
I I don't know, and I don't think he's his, his agent. I think he's his nil representative. I believe is the, uh, the tomatoes, tomatoes. Oh. Where we're come on, Zach. You're gonna get a phone call no, about that. Whatever. Send those cards and letters to Zach Orange. DQ, could they get uh, Adele to sing the national anthem, perhaps? Oh, my God. That would be so cool. Oh. All right. <laughs> just, we're just thinking out loud. Yeah, we're just, you know, These we're ideas are free. Just yeah. do what you want with them out there, uh, everybody. All right. Andrew Hutchinson, hogbeats.com. There's so much more um, that uh, we'll, we'll have to have you on again. Well, well we've got several texts. Uh, how many spreadsheets we were oh, on today? Almost forgot. Oh, uh, it's really just the one that uh, has many, many tabs on mm-hmm. it. Um, it's, it's constantly evolving. Uh, so it, it's, I, I don't even know how many tabs it's up to now. It's, it's a lot. Right. Okay. There it is. A lot of tabs. <laughs> All right. Hutch, uh, thank you as always. We appreciate it. Yep. No problem, guys. Talk to y'all next time. That's uh, Andrew Hutchinson. Best of Arkansasports.com. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. The SEC once yeah. again uh, providing, we're not doing this now, I'm just kind of spitballing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SEC is once again providing two of the unloved games of the week that we will be picking on oh, uh, Thursday or Friday. I would like a recount I on mean, that, by th- the way. This segment was built for AM versus Auburn. Like, that is the most unloved college football game of the year, maybe. Oh, no, 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 no. No, that game will be well attended. Anything with Vanderbilt. Uh, is one of the most unloved See, games. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, like you know, CBS can only put someone on so many times. Right. We're only allowed to put oh, Vanderbilt doing, in so okay, many we're, times. We're yeah. doing, okay, we're doing... That's like, too easy. Okay, the elimination You could do 12 Vanderbilt appearances, right. and it's just not as fun. So we're going to cap it at, like, three, maybe. I don't know. We'll work it all out. We'll uh, sort it all out, but... Yeah. A&M Here's Auburn. a real... We should go to that game. No, we just should not. Just for fun. No. Here's a real <laughs> dog. Florida Atlantic, Florida International. Oh, that's a rivalry game. you got to throw out the records. Will you when stop they, when they just, get together, man. Just stop. That is a that is a Johnny just, Brook. That, that's awful. Okay. San Jose State, San Diego State, little waction. Oh, I love some. I love that little late Saturday night waction. That's right. I like that. We'll, like I like we'll, that. We'll, word. we'll sort it all okay. out. But I definitely know there's there's one maybe two SEC games that are going to make the list, and uh, we'll do our real picks. With yeah. the rest of the team yeah. on the, uh, the Bet Saracen app later. Uh, yeah, she's leading our deal. Right. But uh, there's this other deal that's going on that uh, we're a part of that will be out later this week with our official Bet yeah. Saracen picks. Hey, hey. And we are picking against the spread. I got clarification yeah. from uh, the, uh, the right. guy running this deal. So. Hey, Ty, let's put the picks out beforehand. <laughs> maybe when you get them all, let's put them out before. Maybe, maybe, maybe Friday. Uh, just thinking out loud. Also, why can't Chuck pick the Arkansas game? Because he's know calling who, it. But he's going to pick Arkansas. What if he doesn't? I don't know. He's like Busburger. What if he doesn't? No, no, Chuck's calling the game. That's what they do with Herbie. You know, shows impartiality. Yeah, but I don't. I need. I don't need impartiality from Chuck. Here's, he's the voice of the Razorbacks. Here's, I want partiality. Okay. Here's, here's what I noticed about Chuck. I noticed this on Saturday. So I'm in my I'm in my living room and I'm listening to to Chuck and Quinn. By the way, if you haven't listened to Quinn analyze quarterback play, you're missing out. Quinn's really good, oh. and he was doing a great job with the the Bennett kid from from uh, Liberty. But anyway, so I would know when something bad was going to happen. Because like I'm like I on my my stream I'm about a play behind. Yeah. So I'm listening to Chuck and Did someone say good lord. No. No, okay, no, right. no. Good lord. No. Good lord. Um <laughs> no. But 
Chuck will, there will be a pause. They'll be like, you know, first and 10 at the 30. Bennett takes the snap. Touchdown, Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> but if he, if Arkansas does something big, it's here's Rocket, the 25, the 30, 35, 40. That's a 15-yard gain. First down, Arkansas. Yeah. There's this long pause, and you're like, oh, something bad We're happened. not tuning in to hear I, I know. greatness on Liberty. We want to hear I know, Arkansas. But, I, but that's how I know. That if, if I if there's a pause, and I, then Quinn comes in and goes, yeah, you got beat again. <laughs> I I think Chuck should be able to pick the games because I don't want him to be impartial. I want him to be partial. So I say let him pick the game. No, 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 no. no. I'm in well, charge. I, he's well, not doing a network gig. This is the Razorback Network. Well, you're not in charge of that, and probably with good reason. So you know we can get him to pick it. Well, we got him on Thursday. Yeah, I don't know if he'll do it though. No, he probably won't. But I don't. I, it's not the same as Herb Street. Herb Street is going to a national audience. Chuck is going to us. Okay. Yeah. So we want him to be on our side, and he is, and he's great. Uh, Peter in Australia has simply captivated our textures. Peter is from Adelaide, guys. Okay. Uh, just FYI, people wanted to know. We married a Bentonville girl, and you know he's here right now, but he's uh, headed back. There. Oh, okay. Have we covered all? Have we covered everything with Pete. I hope so. Do right. you like my film reviews now, or should we punt on all of this? No, go ahead. All go right. ahead. Not, so, so now, don't ruin the ending. I haven't seen either of these films. Okay. All right. Well, um, wait a minute. These these are like new films. Yeah. We got three sixty five before spoilers. You can only review it. Don't, these are new releases. No plot twists. Please. All right. No no plots. Okay. Got and it. once again, um, some people on our staff are not going to like this first one. Okay. But the Al Yankovic movie is a total turd. It just sucks. It's the worst okay. thing I've watched. Now, I didn't even finish now, it. It was on. so bad. Now, this is a biopic. Yes. Kind of like the um the the, the one on uh, Freddie Mercury, right? Only a lot worse. But yes, okay. it's like that. Yeah. Well, it's not That tar- Freddie Mercury movie is amazing. <laughs> it's not targeting the casual Weird Al fan. <laughs> I see. Okay. It's targeting the core. No, but Weird I understand, you know, I know Dr. Demento, and I know, uh, you know, uh, recording songs in the bathroom and all that stuff, but it just reeks. Okay. It's the worst film I've ever, it's worse than Skidoo. But if you're a Weird Al fan, it's right, take the thing that came out last year at uh, Thanksgiving, the Beatles, the, the rooftop thing, that probably got two streams, and they're both me. <laughs> Because I watched it start to, I watched all 27 hours of that start to finish. Oh, no, a lot of people watch that, right. though. But, but it's the same thing. You're you're a casual Weird Al fan. You were there for the music. You no, were there for the no, story. I, I like you were there the, for the music. I like the wordplay. He's very clever. I like Weird Al, but this movie sucks. It's absolutely do not stream. It's bad. Bad, bad, indescribably bad. Okay. And I'm not anti-biopic. I like the Elvis movie. Mm-hmm. I told you I like Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. I didn't like the Elton John one very much. It wasn't very good. But Bohemian but Rhapsody Matt Damon is great. Was great in that movie. I like Behind the Candelabra. Speaking of Matt Damon, that's a that's a uh, that's an interesting watch. But um, yeah, Don't, okay. The pass on the Weird Al. Second thing I watched was this um, Falwell documentary. God forbid on Hulu. Mm-hmm. My God, what a great, what a great piece of film this is. What a oh, it's a great documentary. Okay. Zach, you'll love it. There are at least four moments where somebody says something and you just yell out at the TV, holy bleep. <laughs> I mean, and that's how you judge a documentary, right? Okay. You've got to have those shocking moments right. where you yell at the television. This is the best documentary in a while. Probably since Tinder Swindler. This is really good stuff. Um there's a uh, there's a guy in there, I think he's a reporter or a journalist or something, and he's like yeah, the um, 
The Falwells are a lot like the Gatsby's. They're rich and they're sloppy as bleep. Okay. <laughs> All right. This was All great. Right. So uh, if you don't know this story, I can't tell you a lot of this story because a lot of these details are not for a family audience. But let's just say... The Falwells were some freaks, all right? Let's just say but, that, okay? Okay, so I'm reading a book on the Astors. You know, John Jacob Astor went okay. down on the Titanic. This is a tale as old as time. Yes. This is, these, you get these people with a lot of money, and, you know, they do weird things with it. It makes me wonder if there are secret, like, sex clubs at Hardy University. It makes me wonder about that. Because this is the, it's the same situation. It's a private university. You got, like, what's really going on? Have I been... Have I had the wool over my eyes for 40 years about yes. this and not known what's going on in my own backyard? I don't know. It makes me curious, though. And okay. then Tom Arnold pops up. <laughs> yeah, that's great, Tom Arnold. What's Tom Arnold doing? In well, because the there's there's tapes, and then he's trying to find tapes, uh, and there's okay. a whole yeah. It's so we're getting it's a, tremendous. We're getting some uh, some reviews and questions. Uh, text of the eight seven zero. The Motley Crue movie sucked. I disagree. The Dirt was fantastic. If 10 percent of that movie is true, the Dirt is the biopic about Motley okay. Crue. Okay, it's on but Netflix. that's not the Pam Tommy Lee. No, thing, no, 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 which no. was pretty good. Machine, I like that. Machine Gun Kelly is is uh, Tommy Lee in, okay. in that movie. It's fantastic. Okay. But the one I saw was the Pam and Tommy Lee thing. No, 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 no. about um about uh, Dick Gautier's son that no, stole no. the tape when they didn't pay him no, for no. the. This is this is totally different. Reno renovation uh, work. John Mountain Home loves Weird Al. Hated the movie. Liked UHF way more. UHF Spe and an older featuring older Michael Richards yes. from Seinfeld fame. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Weird Al is a parody biopic. Okay. Okay. So, no, no, well, I take it all back. It's great then. Okay. No. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, and it's so bad. DQ, it's got, um, God, what's his name? It's got Rain Wilson in it playing Dr. Demento. I was so hopeful. I'm like, oh, Rain Wilson. Eh, so they, bad. so, so they, you're going to, you think Liberty and, and the Falwells took the L on this. On the bio, on the, the the documentary, I love the documentary. They do not look good. No, okay. they do. Right. So they, they went one and one this week. They do not look good. Okay, got it. <laughs> so yeah, that they went one and one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. When you uh, when you're talking about the Fallwells, and then there's like these like shady Miami people that that come in on land deals. Oh, like, okay. Now, now, are now there, we're talking. Are there any other kind of Miami people? <laughs> They're all shady. Watch Cocaine Cowboys. I, I want to. They're the all same, the same guy that made that. Who no, directed like uh, the, Billy Corbin. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, Billy Corbin there's directed all, it. You yeah. know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe there's a Miami guy in there because Billy Corbin always tries tries to shoehorn Miami into something. Well, the, the whole what's, thing. What is scene Miami? one at the Fontainebleau Hotel on South Beach in Miami? Was it Sal? The, was it the uh, the guys who ran the powerboat ring? No, oh, please tell me no, it, it wasn't was. them. All right, they're they're always trying to shoehorn Miami into stuff. Well, this whole thing what, started. What is, what is Miami doing in Lynchburg, Virginia? Well, that's where the Falwells were when I they met they Giancarlo. Oh, trust the me, boy. I know where they are. Yeah. They were at the Fountain Blue. That's what happened. Okay. Becky Falwell. Woo that girl need to calm down. Whoa, <laughs> man, she married into that. Woo what a film. Okay, that's uh, that. Those are my two film reviews. Okay. For you. All right. So it's a pass on Weird Al, and it's yes on the, uh, God forbid, the uh, the Falwell uh, Jr. documentary. It's about Falwell Jr. They talk about Big Jerry, but it's mostly about Falwell Jr. And that's uh, a yeah, bad week for juniors. Uh, <laughs> we got one fell asleep on a woman's couch, and then this. Not, not a great week for juniors around here. Oh, I can't wait for that documentary to come out. Oh, man. <laughs> man, oh, man.
Oh, man. All right. This is Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line.com. So there you go. <laughs> John just put the pieces together in Mountain Home. Falwell started Liberty U. Go figure. Yeah, that's why this is all relevant. You see, it's right. Like, yeah. I love that they released that during Liberty Football Week here. Like, that was pretty. Hey, man. That was a happy accident. One and one, was. man. That was what we call a happy accident in the uh, in the Bob Ross world. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.